You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals for all my live reactions to each and every game. And on today's show, we're going to preview this game against the Cleveland Baseball Club as we wrap up this series and enter the weekend against the top of the line Chicago White Sox. This is Locked on Royals, the only daily podcast about your first place, Kansas City Royals. We had our biggest week two weeks in a row and we're on track for a third. So let's keep this going. Kansas City enters this game three and one and they've already solidified at least a split with Cleveland and at best a sweep. Of Cleveland. But before we dive into this matchup, as we now know the starting pitcher for Cleveland in this one and for Kansas City, I do want to tell you that you need to be on the lookout uh, for my watch party of this game. Now, we're probably not going to watch the entire thing. I've got the Thunder pregame media availability that we probably have to get to before this game's out, but maybe, maybe not. We'll at least do three innings or so uh, of watching this game together on Locker Room. So download the Locker Room app. And it's on any iOS device, not on Android. Sorry about that, Android users, but it's on any iOS device. Download the app, open it, set up an account, follow me on there at Rylan underscore style, same as Twitter, at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And we will watch the first inning together, second inning together, third inning together, and we might watch the whole game. I mean, this game does start at 12. I, I forgot about that. It's moved up to 12. So we might watch the whole game on there. Who knows? It just depends on how many of you guys are available and we'll jump in. To that locker room. It's very fun. It's an audio only platform uh, where we just hang out, and talk about sports. If you're at work and can't physically, you know, actively talk, there's also a chat box feature where you can type out what you want to say. Uh, just a just a fun way to hang out uh, and, and have our locker room session. We'll do it every single week. It'll be mainly on Tuesday mornings, but with this startup of the season, things have been weird. You know, the off days here and there. I figured, why do it Tuesday morning if we could just wait and do it on? Wednesday and actively watch a Royals game together. So that'll be a lot of fun. Check it out on Locker Room at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S for all of that fun stuff. So what's going to happen today in the game against Cleveland? This is a no-stakes situation for Kansas City, right? Nothing about this game truly matters in the big picture because if I told you last week at this time, again, last Tuesday before the season started, that you would enter this game three and one atop of the division against Cleveland, you would be you would be enthralled. You, you would be very happy. And, and this is the record that you projected. I mean, no matter if you projected it via sweeping Texas and losing to Cleveland, or the way that they actually did it, going two and one against Texas and getting this first one against Cleveland, no matter what, three and one is the ideal scenario for Kansas City right now. And if you split this two-game set, that's a pretty wacky situation. We are playing them only twice, and then they've got Shane Bieber going on the mound, who right now has an inflated 4.5 ERA after getting knocked around a bit in a blizzard against Detroit. And you face this game against Shane Bieber, the Cy Young winner, you lose. Oh, well, I mean, you, you face a Cy Young guy, and, and for Cleveland, 
to even stay competitive, they have to win these games that Shane Bieber is on the bump. And they didn't win that game in his first go around. That's why you see that they're right now one and three and at the bottom of the division. This is the biggest game for Cleveland because if they lose, they could spiral a bit. And for Kansas City, this is just icing on the cake. If they win, it's fantastic. But if, again, before the year, I said that you won the Texas series and you split the Cleveland series, that two-game set, you'd be very happy. I'd be very happy. They're doing exactly what they need to do. And in this game, Kansas City will start with Jacob Junis on the bump, and then they'll save Brad Keller for Thursday against Lance Lynn and the Chicago White Sox. Of course, I prefer Chris Bubich as as the fifth starter, but they're obviously holding him down uh, for a bit, working on command or whatever they want to use as that reasoning. And this is not the sprint that we saw last year. It's a 162-game marathon, so you're going to need spot starts, and this is basically a spot start for Jacob Junis, uh, who pitched well so far this season, has looked sharp at times in in spring training as well, and, and has looked good this year. He's gotten into two contests. He's gone two innings and struck out three batters. You, you cannot get better than that, uh, than what he's done. No runs given up. He looks sharp. I, I hope that his arm is you know built up enough. It, the, the plan might be just have this as a bullpen day, although that might be tricky just given because you're going to play again on Thursday, but you're off on Friday. I mean, you turn right back around, you're off again on Friday. So if you if you trust Keller tomorrow to bounce back you know, on, on Thursday, to bounce back, and give you a strong 5-6 inning outing, then you can afford to use your bullpen on Wednesday. But Keller's also going against a tough lineup in Chicago, so you might want to have that insurance there. So it'll be fascinating to see how long they want the leash of Junis to go. And another thing that helps you out also is that Monday, you only cycled through three pitchers, one of whom was Danny Duffy. So on Monday, you use Barlow for two innings and Han for one inning. You get the off day Tuesday, and now you're ready to rock and roll again on Wednesday. So that bullpen is pretty rested to where if Junis gives you two, three quality innings, you're golden for the most part, as long as your bats can figure out a way to get the Shane Bieber. Obviously, much easier said than done to get the Shane Bieber, but still, you know, you got to try to figure that out. I think that Junis can give you that strong three, four innings. I'm not sure how much longer can go past that, because again, it's kind of unfair to him to expect him to, number one, outduel Shane Bieber. But number two, get bounced around from the bullpen roll, starter roll, bullpen roll, starter roll, and still have his arm strength built up enough to survive five, six, seven innings. That's what Duffy's for. That's what Keller's for. That's what Singer's for. And most importantly, that's kind of what Miner's role is. It's just whenever you get the ball to Miner, give me six innings and only give up four or less runs and and we're good to go here. And we're perfectly fine. So these are the kind of games as as your fifth spot rolls around until, until Chris Bubich gets back that you're expecting to use up bullpen arms. And you're facing a lineup that I don't think is that intimidating to where your bullpen that I think is a great bullpen when the tops in baseball your bullpen should be able to handle the lineup thrown at you from Cleveland. So it's good to be in this spot. I mean, it's really good to be in the spot where you don't have to worry about this game. You've done enough to solidify your start to the year. And this is not a must-win game in April. How many times have we seen a Royal season start the opposite to where it starts very slow and you're having must-win games in series number two. You're having must-win games in series number three. That's not the case for this squad. And this, again, as we talked about before, this season to me is already starting to get solidified of this team being what we thought they were before the year. If you listen to this podcast, I've said they're a third place team. They're a third place team. I projected 80 or more wins and we're slowly, but surely seeing the realization of that through two series, you're better than Cleveland. And if you, if you're not better than Chicago this weekend, which I don't think you will be, that's fine. We expected that. If you're not better than Minnesota, who you played very well last year, that's fine. We expected that, but being better than Cleveland is a big step forward for this organization and being better than Cleveland is laying the foundation to realize the to realize the plan put in place by Dayton Moore. 
Right? The, the plan by Dayton Moore for years and years and years has been 2022. They're preaching 2022. Actually, they're preaching it. They're preaching it. They're preaching it. To get there, you have to set the foundation this year, and you're starting to see that by beating a team like Cleveland. And it's a big deal because, I mean, you won, what, one game last year against Cleveland? You've already done that this year in your first attempt. And Cleveland's a much worse ball club, and you should be surpassing Cleveland. You've already, I think, surpassed Detroit, obviously. And from here, you try to make those subtle improvements moving forward. And next year's the true goal, but the goal for this year is third place. And if you get better than third place, that's awesome. Uh, but you're starting to get to your goal already in this season, which is so refreshing for a team that has oftentimes started out slow. I mean, my, my entire life, for the most part, they've started out slow in the month of April. But it's nice to see them turning that around this season. Again, follow me on Locker Room for the live reaction to this game against Cleveland and on Twitter for my live tweets at Lockdown Royals. I do want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. So let me tell you right now that Built Bars have not only six brand new flavors, Camar Brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They're also all covered in 100% real chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're great for the conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The Bilt Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for the keto diet. Try them today, BiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BiltBar.com. So try them right now. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. My personal favorite flavor of Built Bar is the cookies and cream option. It's phenomenal, and you need to try them out right this second. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. LOCKED15 gets you 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. We are back on Locked On Royals, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals right now. Let me tell you, when this podcast is over, to check out Locked On Today. Get more of the sport news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast, hosted by Peter Bukowski. He updates you on the latest stories of every single major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast anywhere you get your podcast from, including the Odyssey app. It's Locked On Today. That's the podcast name, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I listen to it every single morning, right when I wake up. I put the podcast on and start my morning routine while listening to Peter Bukowski get me ready for the day. Because when you do a daily podcast about the Royals and a daily podcast about the Thunder, you just you get bogged into baseball and basketball, and you lose track of college basketball and NFL and NHL and golf. They even talk about golf on there on Lockdown Today. And they get you back in the realm of the NFL and back in the realm of all these other sports. That way you are locked into the day in sports. You can remain a sports savant and not get trapped into the handful of sports that you're just a diehard fan of. You can be a well-rounded sports fan by listening to the Locked On Today podcast hosted by my guy, Pete Bukowski, over there, Locked On Today. Literally takes 20 minutes out of your day, every single day. Just listen to it and you'll be caught up and debriefed on all of the sports news. Let's get back into... Locked On Royals, the daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. You can follow it on Twitter at Locked On Royals. And follow me on Twitter at Rydland underscore Styles. Again, locker room, same thing, Rydland underscore Styles. 
So let's continue right now by looking ahead a bit. I mean, this is going to be a interesting weekend because the only way to go is up for Kansas City. The expectation for me for this weekend, which I think is very fair and very honest, is to lose against the White Sox. You know, drop that series two games to one. And even a competitive sweep would be fine, although I do not predict a sweep. It's hard to sweep anybody in baseball, no matter how good or bad you are. So I think you lose the series two game to two games to one against Chicago. And if you do better than that, you've significantly changed your outlook already. And, and that's the benefit of, of, of what they've accomplished so far. Because if they go one and three over this next stretch, nobody will be freaking out come Monday, April 10th, or whatever day Monday is, the, the 12th. So come Monday, April 12th, nobody will be freaking out about the record, even if you go one for four, or one for, one for three, I should say, coming up, because it was all expected. If you can flip that at all by, by maybe stealing the game against Rondon, maybe stealing the game against Casey, well, you're probably not going to beat Lance Lynn, but, but you could, but maybe stealing one of those two games against Chicago. And of course, winning tonight against Shane Bieber, or, or just in a couple hours against Shane Bieber, you change your trajectory. And, and that's the only way it can change is if it goes upward. It, it cannot go negatively, even if you get swept. God forbid you get swept by Chicago. Your trajectory stays in that upward tilt. The question is how much further up can you make that arrow point on this season so early on? And as we continue to progress into this year, I, I just want to figure out what's real or not. And I know that this is all small sample size and there's still a lot of question marks, but like, what is Michael A. Taylor? Can Michael A. Taylor level off to that average to below average hitter? Just as long as he avoids dropping down so significantly he's back to his career averages or worse, then, then this is a great signing for Kansas City. And it really changes the aspect of that signing tenfold. Carlos Santana is an amazing signing already. And then Mike Miner... If he does exactly what he did against Texas for the entire season, that's a great signing. Like right now, everything's coming up roses and, and what's going to be that shoe to drop and what is the shoe to drop? Is there still a shoe to drop? Is this what this team is? Like we, we still have so many questions left unanswered. It's hard to even decipher what is real or not besides the fact that you have an elite hitter in Whit Merrifield, the fact that you have an on-base machine in Carlos Santana, the fact they have a great defender in, in Michael A. Taylor, and, and the fact that Sorlaire and, and Perez are looking like they're going to bounce back this year. And the best part about it is this lineup can be looked at glass half full way easier than glass half empty. Because glass half empty is Michael A. Taylor reverting back to what he has been his entire career, which his entire career, he's been the worst hitter in baseball and has just been atrocious at the plate. That's the worst case scenario. That's glass half empty. It's also Nicky Lopez not being serviceable anymore and, and going back to what he used to be in his entire career, which has been an atrocious hitter at the plate. So those two guys revert back to their old ways. That is looking at this lineup glass half empty. Well, guess what? If that does happen, if it does go glass half empty, you know he have coming back in a couple of days or maybe even a week or two from now, Alberto Mondesi. He will take the place of Nicky Lopez and get that bad hitter, if you look at it glass half empty, out of the lineup. So the only two negatives about this lineup can easily be covered up because once Mondesi comes back and once Hunter Dozier comes back, Michael A. Taylor goes from your eight, you know, you, you know, your six hitter to your eight, nine hitter. And even if he goes back to his old production levels or again, hopefully just slightly below average, 
that's a brilliant nine-hole hitter because of his defense and his run-saving ability out in the field. When you're evaluating this lineup, this lineup still has a lot of room to grow just by virtue of getting back Hunter Dozier and Mondesi because it helps everybody. It helps Michael A. Taylor sustain success because he's going to get moved down in this lineup. And it supplants Nicky Lopez, who's been a bright spot this year. Nicky Lopez has given you professional and good at-bats every single time. And it's been surprising to watch. And so even if that shoe drops on Nicky Lopez, you have Mondesi to supplant him. Even if that shoe drops on Michael A. Taylor, he'll turn back into your nine-hole hitter. So, like, what shoe can drop to where this team gets significantly worse than what they are right now? There isn't one outside of injury. There isn't one. You've already seen the rotation be bad. The only place for the rotation to go is up. Uh, the only way for the rotation to go is to be a solid, stable rotation that keeps you in ball games. This rotation is not going to be elite. It never was going to be elite. It's not going to be good. It never was going to be good. It can be serviceable, though, and that's where I think this team will level off at. So, where what what can the other shoe be the drop? That's why... That's why I'm so optimistic about this team right now is because I can't find the pathway for them to be bad again, right? I can't find the pathway and the hole outside of injuries that makes this team less than a 76-win team at worst and most likely an 81 team in the third-place team in the division. I, I can't find it. I cannot find the hole to pick in this team. The bullpen's great. You expect a slight bounce back from the starters at least to get you to, to average in that unit. The lineup is awesome. and The lineup will get better moving forward. Your fielding's good. Your manager has been excellent so far. I, I, I can't think of the shoe to drop for this team to where embrace it. You have a quality ball club. Now, we can't go as far to say you have a good ball club or a great ball club. You have a quality ball club. That could be good. That could be great. That could have the stars align the way they did in 2014. The fact that that's a possibility, the fact that we can say that out loud without being you know, facetious or without being idiotic or homerism, but the fact that we can say that out loud and be serious is a brilliant step in the right direction. And, and in the grand scheme of things, when you, when you take a big step backwards, it's, it's a lot of progress in a short amount of time. And so that's why I'm so hopeful for this team is because not only are they making me look brilliant by my predictions, but it's not like it's a fluke, right? Now, of course, in a vacuum, scoring 12 runs a game <laughs> against Texas, so it felt like that is a bit of a fluke action. But the, the tools you used to get there was not a fluke, if that makes any sense at all to you. So embrace it, because as of now, the worst way this season can go to me is being a third-place team. I think you're better than Cleveland. You're better than Detroit. Anything else is gravier than third place. That's what we wanted a week ago. That's what I want right now. Even after seeing this team, I want third place. Anything better is awesome. And, they, and what is also amazing is that they've shown you flashes of being able to be better than third place this year. Now, eventually this team will go in a, in a, in a downward turn for a period of time. Every team does. Every team in baseball has a bad spell. And I think that this team can get out of that whenever that does happen. We've seen, I think that this team, when all said and done, and then the cards are on the table and you've gone through your ups and your downs and you've leveled, Third place ball club, and you get ready for next year, and you push for the World Series next year. That's a brilliant step in the right direction for this organization. So again, I ask you, if, if you're still worried about this team, what's the other shoe that can drop for you? What's the way this team is bad? What's the way this team is significantly worse than they are right now? We joke about first place in the division, obviously. But what is the worst case scenario outside of injuries after watching this team? For me, it used to be you finish like a 
distant fourth. Now the worst case scenario would be a 75-76 win fourth place that Cleveland just surges at one point, and they have this miraculous, random, and borderline fluky winning streak that allows them to get past you. But other than that, this team is a third-place team, and that's the worst-case scenario. And just as just as you don't often reach your best-case scenario, you do not often hit your floor either. So, so this team will be in between there to where you be a third-place team, and I, I'm so excited about this uh, emerition, or what is, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I'm so excited for this team moving forward. I do want to tell you right now, about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Betonline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds, and props and almost anything you can imagine. Betonline has you covered. Sign up for today for free at betonline.ag. Whenever you go there on the website or use your mobile device, you can use our promo code LOCKEDON and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's a 50% welcome bonus first deposit at betonline.ag. You use our promo code locked on. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. We can bet on every single Royals game. We'll do that again today and have our beat the streak pick and all that fun stuff coming up. But again, go to betonline.ag and use our promo code locked on to get that 50% welcome bonus. We are back on Locked On Royals on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm Ryland Styles. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles or follow the show on Twitter for all the Royals news at Locked On Royals. So whenever you go to betonline.ag, you will find the lines for all of baseball. However, as of the time I'm recording this, you will not find a line for the Royals game just yet. So we will tweet out that pick at Locked On Royals. The streak... The beat the streak pick, I'm going to have Whit Merrifield. I've not taken him this series yet, and this is the last day to do it, so why not take Whit Merrifield in this series against Cleveland? And so hopefully we get back on track there after missing out two straight games. Remember to follow me on Locker Room right now. Go download the app on the iOS device store, or app store, I should say. Get Locker Room app, set up your account, follow me on, on there at Ryland underscore styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And we will watch the first part of this game together on Locker Room. Cannot wait to see all of you there. Thank you all so much for listening. It is amazing what you guys have done to this show and supported this show. And, and it's it has made my life so much uh, better in a multitude of ways. Thank you uh, for listening to this show. Uh, so subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from. It's the only daily podcast dedicated solely to the Kansas City Royals. So make sure you tune in. We'll see you over on Locker Room. And we'll see you tomorrow to recap this game against the Cleveland Baseball Club. Having a great time. Loving the fun. You want to see all of the excitement? This is the place and we're the one. You want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see? Come on out and join us. This is the place you want to be. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals.